0: gentlemen welcome back episode number 190 of the course grind podcast with you as always this evening host creator sean rosser how's everyone doing i know it's been a while this is one of those episodes you never want to do but you know someday you'll have to do it and up front apologies from me for the time away but it was needed it was necessary but with that in mind, I can think of no more appropriate day than Father's Day to record my thoughts about one half of my existence, and a solid influence on me culinarily, which can be taken in many ways. I'm talking, of course, about my dad, Raymond Pat Rossler, who was unexpectedly taken from us on May twelfth, two thousand 2022. It was sudden, it was quick, and I wish I had more time to tell him all that we were about to talk about. but. Honestly, would more time ever be enough? I know from his wisdom that it would never be that we get what we get, and the best thing we can do with it is to celebrate it. And so, celebrate, we shall. Tonight's episode will be a celebration of my dad this Father's Day and how he shaped me culinarily, how he shaped our family culinarily, whether we realized it in the moment or not. We'll talk about food memories, some traditions on his days off, and just about How he was ever so slightly ahead of the curve, though I will go kicking and screaming against some of the ungodly ungodly rather uses of an air fryer and his incredibly cheap but seemingly indestructible grill, all that and more. I hope you're listening, Dad. Hell, I know you are. You were, now you are, always proud, no matter what I did, no matter what I do. So I know wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you're hearing my voice and smiling. I love you, Dad. This one's for you, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. A tribute episode to my father, the Raymond Pat Rossler. So, okay. um, young lady, state your name for the record. Greta Rossler. And what was your relationship to the deceased? <laughs> oh my God! Uh, Coming out of the gates, hot, hot. Daughter-in-law. Which? What? What was the acronym? Dil. Dil. D.I.L. Hey. Daughter-in-law. Um, so obviously doing what we do here, I got to ask you favorite culinary memory of my dad.
1: Favorite culinary memory of your dad?
0: Can be a number of them. doesn't have to be one.
1: Um, am I being recorded?
0: You are. Yeah. But this is organic. Uh, So we like, like filler space and imperfection. It's awesome.
1: (laughs) Does it have to be what, like he cooked or can it be just something?
0: It can be anything.
1: Um, my favorite culinary memory of your dad, then, for that matter, is that is is how he would always help me on Thanksgiving with the turkey, mm-hmm. and he would always help me. He'd run in here, and even if I got it. Uh, i didn't have it unless he was there with me even if i you know was okay he would always help me cuz you know i go through this whole elaborate like extra process of flipping it and brining it and injecting it and doing all this and that and he he
0: was always there at the ready he
1: was he was always at the ready in the last 2 hours or so of cooking it when the flipping and the injecting and all of that got a little cumbersome and messy and hot so mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite memories of being around food with your dad
0: definitely what did he make that you remember what's what's something he
1: uh a trip to the restaurant there
0: you go okay
1: (laughs) i know you you have fond memories of him cooking growing up for me like he wasn't generally like a big cook when we were there every once in a while he'd put like hamburgers on the grill or something but like yep yep Generally, it'd be like, you want to get something to eat? Where should we go? You know, and he'd, we'd go into, so, you know, unrelated to the food, but we'd always often go in two cars and I'd often ride with him and you and your mom would ride together. Yeah, he he, he, really- he
0: never wanted me riding with him. I'd, I'd, you know, I still to this day don't understand, <laughs> but whatever, whatever. Uh, uh, so what do you think you being, I guess, somewhat objective in the equation, what do you think I picked up from him, culinarily speaking? Um,
1: I don't, <laughs> oh boy, what did you pick up from him? Yeah. Um, well, I think in some ways you're, you have a lot of like very, you know, basic foundation that probably came from him. Yeah. Just in terms of like basic proteins, basic. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll say starches because I don't even really know that he ever made vegetables other than a can of corn, which is very endearing. Um, (laughs) But, like, I think some of your, I'm guessing maybe some of your enjoyment of, like, the most simple steak, although he would do it well done, which is a shame. Blasphemous. um, (laughs) Blasphemous. You know, I think maybe did that come from him?
0: Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you and you people in general, family-wise. So, anything else to say about the man, the myth, the legend? Um.
1: Well, there's a lot to say about him. Sure. I I miss his – I miss him. Yeah. I miss his uh, his presence, and he was a one-of-a-kind kind of guy. And when it comes to food, which is what your podcast is about mm-hmm. – the memories of him weren't actually about the food it was about because he and I, and you and I and and he didn't share love of the same type of food. But you know, over the years he really, he really did embrace like initially when we first got together and we'd make things that were kind of off the wall in his mind, he didn't really, he didn't really express enjoyment of that. But over the years, over the past 20 years, he did come to embrace it, and he would express appreciation for it. And he would actually try some of the things that would definitely not be his choice. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. But all the memories I have about him with food are really about what was going on around the food more than the food.
0: Which just goes to show, you know, it's 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 what we say. It's what you, you – yeah, know, obviously, you and I believe food goes beyond the food itself. It's the experience, so.
1: In some ways, but there's sure. a lot oh, of time. Sure. If you you could ask me about a lot of things in my life, and I could talk about the food itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With your dad, it's about I'm cooking that turkey, and he wants to jump in there and help me, and he just piled a whole bunch of Walmart bags on the counter, <laughs> and it's full of God knows what, <laughs> and we're gonna get some treasures out of that, you know. And yep. or it's about driving in the car to the diner with him, or it's about or
0: it's about washing dishes after dinner.
1: Yeah, washing dishes together after dinner. Or it's about him making us that coffee that we would just look Uh, at each other like, what the hell uh, is this? Uh, It's about that. It's about the love that came from those experiences. That it is. For me.
0: That it is. Thank you, honey.
1: Thank you, honey. I love you.
0: Love you too. What's your name?
1: Raymond.
0: Yeah, Raymond. Raymond Patrick Rossler, right? Right. Hey, I want to ask you some questions about Grandpa, okay? Okay. Come here. Come close. How much did you like taking cookies out of Grandpa's cookie jar? A lot. Did you take a lot of them? Yeah. What kind did he have in there? Do you remember?
2: Um, Chocolate chip cookies. He
0: did. He did. He had those and he had like Oreos, right? Right. Yeah. Now, did Grandpa make you oatmeal too? Yeah. Aw, did you like that?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah? What was your favorite thing to do with Grandpa?
2: And play games with them. Like what? Like like freeze dance.
0: Nah. Did you did you like to sing when he played guitar? Yeah. Well, what was the song we sang?
2: It was called Twinkle Twinkle Little Star.
0: Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Do you want to sing it for everybody? Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. How I wonder what you are. Up up, above the world so high. Like a diamond in the sky, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are.
0: Good job, buddy. Grandpa would have liked that. What do you want to say to Grandpa?
2: Thank you. And? Love you. Say it loud. Love you! (laughs) Ready for this? What? Ready for the, ready for hear it?
0: Yeah, we'll play it back. (laughs) Say goodbye to everybody.
2: Goodbye, everybody.
0: And next up in the queue, as logic would dictate, we have the middle wonder, Charles Chazzy Chipper Rossler. How's it going, sir?
2: Very good.
0: Chazman. If if, if may may we be so bold as to call you Chazman? Also a grandpa reference. Um, thinking about grandpa. Thinking about stuff he made for you to eat. What would you say your favorite thing that he made you to eat was?
2: He made us well. Uh, usually in the morning, he came home with McDonald's. Uh-huh. Sometimes we went to, like, Scarfalatos or Elegante's, which are, like, pizza places. hmm uh-huh. Um.
0: Shout out to Main Street Home, so.
2: And then, like, the Wayne Street Hotel or something?
0: Uh, the Wayne Hotel. Yeah. We, we've gone to, but, like, um, but, like, what do you remember him making for you at the house?
2: Hamburgers and hot dogs. That's
0: it. And what do we have today for Father's Day?
2: Hamburgers and good old hot dogs. That's
0: all we did. So what do you think about Grandpa's grilling skills versus mine?
2: I know. It's a tough matchup.
0: Okay. I wouldn't say it's a tough matchup.
2: From what I remember.
0: You're going to do this to me today, huh? I don't know. All right, fine. So I got Well, we can't grow.
2: test it anymore. Yes,
0: we can. Yeah, we can. We have ways. We have ways. Talk to me more about memories of Grandpa.
2: Um... One of my earliest memories with him is going to Bunks house.
0: Yeah. Yep, I remember yep, the
2: cookies. Yep. And then Timmy O'Connell's pond. Yeah. Sheldon's farm. Are you
0: noticing a theme here people listening? And his
2: delightful wife.
0: Yes, yes, there you who go. Who would
2: always give us treats and stuff.
0: Well, and that's why she was delightful. Yeah. Wow. It's not just cuz she was a and, nice person. And she
2: was awesome though. Like she was very nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What else? Well, if favorite favorite pastime to do with Grandpa?
2: Play cards. Play poker,
0: yeah. Yeah, he uh, he made me a card shark early, and I think he was working on all of you, so.
2: How many Oompas did he have?
0: Plenty. He had more Oompas than anybody else is entitled to. That's an inside joke, kids, um, about being an Oompa, Oompa, Oompa champion. Um, anything else for the good of the listeners that you want them to know about your Grandpa?
2: He was really cool.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he is. Cool. Love you, buddy. Thank you. So next up, we've got the oldest of the Rossler spawn, Wesley. Say hi, Wesley. Hi, Wesley. See, that's how a joke works, kids. That's how it's written. So, Wesley, Grandpa, obviously very influential on you. Um, But I want to talk about eating and Grandpa and food. So what do you remember Grandpa liking most to eat? Not you, but what did Grandpa like to eat?
3: Well, he had... Always a dozen donuts in his computer room. Yep. And every morning at three o'clock in the morning he wake mm-hmm. up, go to Walmart, get discount bananas, and McDonald's. That's what his diet consisted of. Yep.
0: Yeah. So that probably explains a lot. Um I'm not trying to be cold, but I'm just trying to be reasonable here. But anyway, you know, he he was you know, he definitely liked the discount bin. He definitely liked the more simplistic things. I think that's safe to say. Um, you know, thinking when you would go places to eat with Grandpa, where was your favorite place to go to eat? McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. Yep. What would you get there?
3: Well, me, I mean, we only went until I was about seven or eight. Then we kind of stopped.
0: Then he'd start to bring it home. Yeah, he'd start yep. to
3: bring it home. But I'd usually just get, um. he'd call them, I forget, just like happy cakes or pancakes or something. Pancakes. Yep. And he'd always, you know, spread the butter for me, put the syrup on for me. And mm-hmm. that was about it.
0: That's it, man. That's He was definitely he was definitely all about that. The Big Breakfast, he, if I remember correctly, this is going back for me, the Big Breakfast was the one that had the pancakes in it. I don't remember the last time I got pancakes at McDonald's, but apparently they still make them. So that's a good memory to have, kid. Yeah, it is. What else? What else do you remember about Grandpa?
3: Oh, man. Um, going to Walmart in the morning to see his friend at the bakery. Yep. We would um, yep. we'd go up to Sheldon's. Yep. See all the chickens and pigs and all that. You got cookies up there too, didn't you? Oh yeah. So. Um <laughs> we go to an old friend of his pond. We fish mm-hmm. there for mm-hmm. hours on end. Yep. Timmy O'Connell. Yep. Right? So you'd feed the catfish with dog food, right? Well we did until they stopped
0: appearing. We know what yep. happened to them. Yep. Yeah. So good memories? Great memories. That's all you can ask for, right? Yep. Anything else to add for the record?
3: Uh, other than, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. He was a good guy. I miss him a lot, but a it was guy. good to, th- it's good to think about him. I'm glad I'm glad, dad, that,
0: you, you know, your oldest grandkids are like, oh, he's a good guy. Great. Way to go. All right. Very good. Thank you, sir. Yep. No problem. Hey mom, how's it going? Good. Okay. Okay. So I want to ask you some food questions about this dad guy. What do you remember him first cooking for you? Like I remember the Mondays that he had off from the store, yeah, and what he'd cooked then. But like, what was the first thing he ever cooked for you?
2: I don't
0: remember. Nah, that's all right. That's all right. But he always he always cooked the protein, right? Yeah, protein scallop potatoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty good. What was your favorite thing he made on those nights that he cooked off from the state store? I know it wasn't grilled sausages.
2: What?
0: It wasn't the grilled sausages. Remember he'd grill sausages.
2: Oh, oh.
0: The pork chops weren't bad. We're-
2: I was going to say pork chops.
0: Teriyaki chicken breasts. He did, too. Remember those?
2: Yeah.
0: They were pretty good. So you got a favorite of them or no? The, just the last one. Just the teriyaki chicken breast. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. I, I think that's where I got an appreciation of soy sauce. Um, do you remember the first restaurant you went to with Dad? doesn't count if it's that bar where he did the rabbit trick up your arm. Although, if they serve food, that counts. What was your favorite restaurant to go to with him?
2: I don't know. I don't a, a,
0: Corderos, probably?
2: No, it wasn't Corderos. Coffee grinder? No, it was a little bit out.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think it was Corderos up on top of the hill. That's oh, where you guys okay. would go all the time. But <laughs> then you did have the McDonald's tradition every morning. That's that's it. What you like about that? Everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Healthy breakfast of McDonald's every morning, though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What was his favorite food? I, I, remember, I remember the dinner you used to make him, and I'm going to hold. You tell me, what was, what was his favorite thing you made for him?
2: Oh, God.
0: When he'd get home from the State Store, we had the broiler in the bottom of the oven. You'd make a grilled cheese in that, and remember cream of mushroom soup? He loved it. He loved it, and I hated it. I hated the way it looked.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I hated the way it
0: smelled. It looked like... Ass. It was awful. How did,
2: how did you figure that out?
0: This is this is you know the f- the food thing that I do now. You know this oh. is how I answer that. So okay. no, I know I know he liked that, and I know Thanksgiving turkeys. That that was his deal: turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, yep. stuffing.
2: Yeah, no there was
0: no getting around that. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, he, he talked me. Watched. Hmm?
2: He watched what he ate. He did
0: <laughs> McDonald's every morning, watching what you eat. Is that too soon? I'm sorry. <laughs> Here, here's some sausage on a fatty biscuit. Mm, yum, yum, <laughs> oh, he enjoyed He enjoyed what he ate. I'll tell you that. He enjoyed it. Can't argue with it. He always thought anything anything we did was complicated. Oh, don't make it a big deal. Yeah. Hell of a guy. The best, right?
2: Yep. Nobody better.
0: Nobody better, except for me. And he'd agree like with that. Like
2: said, nobody better. Shut up.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> well, I suppose I've dodged it long enough as far as I can. Sean Rossler, son of Raymond Pat Rossler. First memory of seeing dad cook. This is weird. I, I wrote these questions. Unfortunately, I did it long enough ago that I don't remember them. So this works even better. First memory of seeing my dad cooking. I don't know that it's necessarily... So much like a concrete memory, like one moment etched in time. But this is what I, I noticed. I, I remember thinking like, wow, my dad is cooking dinner, um, <laughs> and that was, you know, it's it's we're not talking about the fifties or the sixties here. So it wasn't like, oh my goodness, that that outlandish per se. But when I think about it, and when I you know picture him with with, with his his grill, his his legendary freaking grill. And he'd be grilling the dead of winter. He didn't give a shit. He would grill in the dead of winter. Um I just remember looking at that. And even when he wasn't grilling, I remember uh it was uh, imitation crab meat, cocktail sauce, radishes in a bowl of water, pineapple with chocolate drizzle on top. Like that was dinner. And that was like the coolest thing. It, because, it, 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 you know, twofold. It was different. It's profoundly different. And... It was, it was my dad, you know, mom did yeah, tons of shit, but, you know, see, seeing my dad do it really kind of, I think, clued me in, really started to push, push me in a direction that like food, food was more than just this, you know, routine thing. Not to say he was exploratory or adventurous or anything like that. No, quite the opposite, but that was, uh, <clears throat> that was pretty awesome. Um, Monday night thing that he made. So, um, with the Honesdale state store, Homesdale's where I grew up. Um, For whatever reason, he had Sunday and Monday off. Like he had Monday off. That was his day, but he worked Saturdays. Um, So on Monday, when my mom would go uh, to work, um, that was was his turn in the saddle. And he would grill sausages, pork chops, chicken breasts. um, And with it, he would make a starch of some kind. And most times like the one that really sticks the most to me is boxed scalloped potatoes. And I didn't necessarily at that point in time appreciate them as much as I would grow to appreciate them. Like there's something to be said for like freeze-dried potatoes getting reconstituted in some milk butter and wonderful seasoning. Um, Definitely guilty pleasure of mine. And I have my dad to thank for that. So I don't know, just um, that combination of like the protein, the scalloped potatoes, and then it was always something like Sometimes it was like a cake or something, but I remember specifically to go back and just name it again. Um, you pineapple chunks with chocolate drizzle. Um, kind, kind of forward thinking for the guy, I guess, but yeah. Um, greatest lesson, culinary lesson my dad ever taught me. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, and I know Greta kind of, kind of mentioned it ever so slightly, but the simplicity that I think sometimes can elude me if I start to get carried away with myself. The simplicity of keeping things basic, of, of you know, focusing more on just, like, simple elements definitely came from him. I, I think, you know, the other thing is get your ass in the kitchen and cook. Or get your ass on the grill and cook. Um, yeah, I just, it, it, there were a lot of things, <clears throat> and, you know, I'm hoping I don't ruffle anybody's feathers, but I don't really give a shit. Um, you know this whole gender typical task routine, my dad was very much outside the norm there, and cooking was definitely um and then cooking emotions all, all all that like very much there, so you know just just that it was good you know for me to cook, for me to know how to cook for me to be able to do that, I think was super important um favorite thing he culinarily did whenever you came up home oh this this goes back to the air fryer, uh, mentioned the, the (laughs) fiction, if you will, of him meeting Bourdain and him and the goddamn air fryer was a thing of beauty. Like it was, it was a match made in heaven. And he always had something that he air fried like that day. And you went through the door and it was instant. You got to try this. Like, what is it? Wouldn't matter if it was air fried sewer rat uh, or air fried bacon, which air fried bacon was a big deal to him. Um, you know, y- you tried it. There was always something to try. And then when I think about it, anytime I'm grilling, if you're around me, like, you know you're going to be sampling for me. And you know, I think it's when somebody leaves the frame that you start to see the connections you didn't even realize were there. So I think that's that's something that's something he always did. Um, and taking taking the boys taking the boys to McDonald's. Um, and just you spoiling them in that way, I think is just so incredible. I don't know that that's necessarily calling culinary thing, but it does involve food. So it's my show. Shut up. It counts. Um, yeah, there's just, there's just, there's no real words to fill in. Um, you know, that, that, that loss that, y- you know, you seek to fill in the gaps, you seek to make the connections. Um, and it's just, it's going to take a while. You know, it's it's going to take a while to, to realize, too, the culinary stuff, you know, whenever I went up to Honesdale, I got to I got to dry dishes, which at 34 Stanton, that's a freaking honor. Um, and then my favorite thing, you know, when, when he came here, um, you know, for holidays and whatnot is like like Brett said, man, he was he was strapped, locked and loaded. He was in the mix. And then when everything was done, I knew I knew that I could go hit the couch in a food coma because. Pat Rossler, among other things, was the king of washing dishes. Um, he can never do it quite right, not by his standard. Or maybe that was just me. I'm sure everybody else was okay. I just got it. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. Dad to me in a single word. Oh, boy. Why'd I write this? Shit. <sighs> I, I'm going to take a creative liberty and say I got to go with two words. But I would say imperfectly perfect or perfectly imperfect. Either way. The man made an art out of <laughs> owning that, like, you know, whether it was talking about going to the going to the church, he sat in the back. Why? Because he thought he was an awful Catholic. Um, you know, just, just, just owning that, like, as, as he would say, the last person, the last perfect person ended up hanging on a cross. You know, depending on what you believe, you get that reference. If not, you know, Jesus Christ about 2000 years ago or something like that, according to innumerable calendars but my point is this um and i you know i struggle with you know making mistakes and owning them and whatnot and he just he just had a way he had a way of making everybody feel comfortable with their imperfections he had a way of telling you you're you're not the first person to do it and you won't be the last you know it's not all bad it's not all good if you didn't have the bad you wouldn't appreciate the good i could go on but Suffice it to say, the man was imperfectly perfect and perfectly imperfect. And that's my answer. And as he would say, I'm sticking to it. Love you, Dad. Miss you more than you could possibly know. But I know you're right here with us. You're right here next to me. Every night I jump on the mic, I'm going to have at least one or two extra witticisms that I never came to the table with before. Because you're right here with me. You're the best. And I hope wherever you are, you got your ears on. And you can hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number one hundred and ninety of the Course Grind Podcast, an ode to my father, Raymond Patrick Rossler. Our producer, as always, this evening has been the lovely and voluptuous yes, Johnny Leland Robinson, aka the Reverend Johnny Lamoria. Be sure to check out everything he's got going on with the Pirate Libertarian Action up there in the Honesdale, the 18431. Our next episode, we're gonna get some wheels back under this bitch and get back on track. Because I'm tired of sitting and boohooing. And I think you're tired of listening to me do it. Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for reaching out. It really does mean the world. This is Sean Rossler, signing off.